0: black-haired strapping and fabulous except when they wanted to disown her like now james read the paper in vexed silence and elizabeth sipped her coffee and watched people go about their business a tidal feeling ebbed and flowed around them of people on foot shopping or going back to their cars you never knew for sure who would be there "'someone you'd been missing or were trying to avoid. Two teenage boys took their spots on the bottom steps. "'Their pose was a flop that said, "'I've arrived and I'm not moving. "'Others stepped past them to get to their cars "'or up to the boulevard. "'Over by the bus kiosk, "'there was a sense of marketplace transactions "'among the high school kids, "'punk, funk, hippie, straight,' of intrigue, nonchalance, commerce, boredom, opportunity. On the main street, people dropped off DVDs and videos, stopped to chat, ducked into the liquor store, flirted, picked up after their dogs, or not, riffled through dresses hanging outside on racks. Elizabeth read the paper over James's shoulder. "'How long are we going to wait?' he asked it's been twenty minutes. Five more? It's like waiting for goddamn Godot. Some of the young men converging at the kiosk had cultivated the look of homelessness, but without the inconvenience and hardship. Car keys dangled from their belts as they drank four-dollar lattes. Some looked like star athletes, because they were or had been, But you saw a feral, dark energy in some of the young here, of despair, blankness, failure and indirect gazes, ill health, or sometimes a dangerous raw male potency. The grunge, the piercings, the clothes that deliberately didn't fit, that said, I am the best, I am the worst, the tattoos, psychic band-aids to cover the wounds, They were home here and only here. You could tell by the loose-legged swagger instead of the back-alley prowl they used at their parents' houses. Some of these guys had been to Elizabeth's home in the years since she and Rosie and James had moved here from Bayview. Two were Rosie's friends from school, and one had briefly had benefits— which meant she had given him oral, as they called it, which Elizabeth had learned by reading Rosie's journal. She had had to do Lamaze after reading the entry about Rosie's giving Jason Brewer head. Rosie had lambasted Elizabeth after guilt forced her to admit having read the journal, and so she rarely admitted to Rosie that she dipped into the journal from time to time. Also, Rosie began hiding it better— but Elizabeth could always find it eventually, hidden in the tennis racket covers, hollowed-out books, behind the headboard, under the dresser and night table. Elizabeth rationalized it as recon and found herself reading the journal on a regular basis. When she got new intel that she did not tell Rosie she knew, she obsessed about the dreadful news— for example, that Rosie had tried cocaine a few times last summer and smoked cigarettes every so often. And when Elizabeth did admit to snooping, for instance, when she discovered that Rosie was not a virgin, Rosie rightfully went crazy and didn't speak to her for days. When Elizabeth tried to break the habit and go without any new information, she fixated on the grisly teenage possibilities so it was torture in any case as elizabeth had to try to keep the files straight in her head what she knew and had admitted to what she knew but must keep a secret and what were only her dark imaginings so rosie had given guy's head gotten laid and done cocaine a few times for god's sake what did elizabeth expect it was not ideal But Rosie was seventeen and gorgeous, and had been on the pill for an overly heavy monthly flow and acne since she turned fifteen. Her skin was under control now, with only small clusters of pimples, and she got much less crazy every month. The mention of cocaine upset Elizabeth.